Welcome to Between the Browse podcast presented by Buck Ventures Outdoors, where the guys talk about hunting, God, and everything in between. We've got a great show for you today, so sit back, enjoy, and let's get right into it. Well, guys, welcome to episode four of Between the Browse, presented by... Nobody. Nobody. Still our own thing. We can do what we want, say what we want. That's not casting crowns either. No, it's not casting crowns. Uh, Today's going to be a good one. It's going to be a little different um, because we have somebody new. We have Whitney Reed, who is, she's been on the pro staff for, what, four years? Four. Four years or so. Um, Hunts a lot here in Oklahoma, shoots some big deer, and now she works for us. Well, and... You might remember as uh, she dressed up like that whitetail a few years ago when Cody Johnson was here. Yeah, so Deer Week. If you haven't seen that on Deer Week, you need to Google it. Pretty cool. Yeah, that was definitely a highlight of my life there. <laughs> uh, Daniel's still gone. He hasn't shown up since two podcasts ago. I don't know where he is. I guess he's still doing 5-7 stuff. Uh-huh, yeah, grand, uh, grand opening right around the corner. Yep, and Oak Mogi. So he's been off doing that, so we just – we just gotta keep rolling. He'll show up one day. Don't let him tell tell you that he's busy, either. Yeah. By the way, that's his excuse. I'm busy. Well, he does <laughs> like to talk about. It. He is busy. I gotta give him that. But he <laughs> he really he's he's got all that. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So. I can't even think straight. <laughs> that's what he tells me all the time. Uh, one thing before we get into this, just a reminder: our pro staff meeting is in the end of April. Applications are still open. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't necessarily have a deadline, but the quicker the better, because there will be a deadline. There will be a deadline as it gets probably the next closer. Yeah, sometime early April. So, Um, well, and and really, just to get into that, Whitney, that's where she came from. Um, You've been here three years. Four. Four. This is my fourth year. So you basically dismissed the first year of the pro staff, and you were there the second year, and uh, Cody, and which is your husband. Now I still have her. My phone is her maiden name. So, (laughs) but you and Jaylee became friends too. And and um, one thing I always liked about Whitney, and I know Jaylee did too, is. she was a real hunter. Um, you know, she loves to be outdoors. And, you know, that's what we were after when we were kind of looking. And, you know, obviously, Jaylee got married. and We ain't seen her since, basically. But, no, she's, you know, for the update with her, she and Matthew are doing great uh, living up around Tulsa. And um, hopefully she'll be back in the woods soon. But, you know, Whitney kind of is going to kind of fill her shoes, I guess. And, and uh, uh, again, back to her being a real hunter um, and outdoorsman. Um, welcome, Whitney. Thank you. Yeah, I've been hunting with, well, I started hunting with my dad um, when I was probably four or five. I mean, my earliest memories mm-hmm. are hunting with my dad, and um, he just took me to the stand every day, and I didn't really know what we were doing, but eventually I was like, oh, this is really fun, and I've just been hooked ever since then. I've, I've never stopped, and kept me out of a lot of well, trouble. one thing, if you just get on a follower on Instagram or Facebook, I mean, I don't think there's one page. I mean, there's not one post that's not to do with outdoors. Uh, so, yeah, uh, welcome. And, and like I said, she's going to be handling a lot of things for us and um, and then hopefully shooting a big deer or two. Yeah, that's the dream. She's so. going to Kansas, right? So, yeah. Or if she draws. Yeah, so we got her going over there with Stephen Freeze over to JM. Uh, when's your date? Uh, 17th. I think we go down on the 17th and then... Yeah. September Hunt. with yeah. a CVA in hand, so yeah. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you just want to go into this now. I go in wherever you want to okay. go, Cole. All right. So this is something that's we've 
talked about it a little bit. But hey, not- hang on, another real segment. Go out there and turn that air conditioner on, Ty. It is kind of hot yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Hustle. Yeah. Sorry, so anyway, guys, but- wow. while Ty is turning the AC, now Jeff can't get his vest up. <laughs> I'm getting claustrophobic too. Gosh darn it, that's no joke. All right, we good? We're good. Okay. Um, so something we've talked about a little bit just inside the office, but Oklahoma is proposing a velvet season, um, which would start next year, 2024. Um, I'm going to kind of get everybody's thoughts on it, but I'm going to read some of the facts of the bill that was proposed. So first of all, no, it was unanimous, unanimously passed by the Senate. Still got to go to the House. Uh, but here's kind of some of the, the facts of the bill. So the season would take place from the Saturday morning prior to the last weekend of August to the last Sunday evening of the last weekend of August. So nine days. Hmm. Um, it would be a draw system um, with 90% of the permits would go to Oklahoma residents, 10% to non-residents. Uh, only open on private land uh, with the opportunity to expand to public year- in years to come. So we start out just private land only. One buck during the velvet season, which would count towards your two total that you could get in Oklahoma, um, pass the Senate, and would go into effect 2025, 2024-2025 season. So is it an archery or is it any weapon? What is it's it? It's archery. Archery only. Archery, velvet season, nine days in August. Uh, my you, first thoughts, a lot of deer are going to die. But that could be a good thing, too. Well, I like it that it doesn't add another deer. Um, I think Oklahoma is, um, you know, we used to be a three-buck state. Y'all may not even remember that, but we did. And um, now, two, I think that's perfect. And, and though it, so I, I'm all for it. I mean, I've shot two velvet deer in my life. You know, one of them an outfitter still has over in Canada uh, that never sent it to me. So I'll never get it. And the other one's down here I shot in North Dakota. And other than that, they've been elusive. I mean, you can't go a lot of places and go after a velvet deer. So I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, for us, if we draw, it would be incredible. Just because that time of year, deer are so patternable. Mm-hmm. You know what they're doing pretty much every hour, every day. You know exactly where they're going to be, especially here because you can bait. Mm-hmm. Um, I think – I. Th- I think a new state record will get shot. I agree. I mean, I tell you where I think it's really cold going to come into place is, is first of all, w- most people know that when you lose the velvet, so you got a pattern, you got a pattern, you got a pattern, and they lose the velvet, they literally go nutso. You don't know nothing about them, and then time they, they get miles. settled down, they can move, yeah. And But the other big thing, I think even bigger that than that in the state of Oklahoma is your acorn drop. You know, an acorn, if you don't know, an acorn will put on fat quicker than any other thing on a deer. And um, so when acorns drop, they are going after acorns. And you can lose these deer to acorns, and, and they're really hard to find and kill. Um, so it's going to be way before the, the velvet drop and most of the time before the acorn drop. And I'm sure you got to deal with oh, that. Oh, yeah. We have we have so many acorns where we hunt. Um, it gets pretty hard um, during deer season like later because they just hit them acorns pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, preferably the white oaks. But I, like I said, we're out west. We don't deal with a lot of acorns. But, again, you're right, the pattern ability of a deer at that time. They still don't make it. It ain't it ain't uh, shooting fish in no, the barrel I mean, by no means on these big deer. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's something I would, I would like to have the opportunity to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
if yeah, if we we can draw one, I think somebody. I mean, usually every every year we have a big deer in August. Sometimes they disappear, but could you imagine if like Des? That's what I was just thinking. If if, if <laughs> yes. we could hunt, if Des is still alive next year and he's as big next year as he has been. That's actually the first thoughts I had of Des in a while. <laughs> that, and I just like meditate <laughs> a little bit right now. I mean, we could have killed him every single day. We knew exactly when he was going to be there. Come right down the same canyon same every canyon. day in order with all them other bucks. Would have been yeah. pretty cool. I mean, uh, August was when I filmed him, I think, wasn't it? Or was that July? I don't remember. I can't remember. Either way, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of people who don't like this bill proposal. Um, I haven't read all the comments. Um, I think some people are arguing it's going to make it too easy to shoot a big deer, you know, to kill a deer or whatever, this and that. Um, I'm all for it, and I think it'll bring it, – it's definitely going to bring more money to the state, more money mm-hmm. to the wildlife department. Um, now, one thing I would argue, you know, they said 90% of the tags are going to residents, 10% to non-residents. I feel like the non-resident velvet tag should be pretty expensive because there's, there's only a handful of states mm-hmm. that allow that. I think Tennessee – you know, has a velvet season in August. Mm-hmm. It's got a velvet weekend, so I think that it's a three-day. I'd have to check on that, but mm-hmm. it's 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 a pretty short time frame. It's just a weekend. Yeah, sure. so, um, and that's another thing. I think mm-hmm. it's too, I think nine days is too long, yeah. in my opinion. I think five or maybe a week, but nine days. Um, well, what do you think? two weekends. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. If uh, Now, here's the question we haven't asked. I mean, you said it's a draw. How many? Yeah, are what's, they how many what's, yeah what's the percent? They yeah. that wasn't. I I looked up. I researched it. That wasn't. There was no information on that. So I don't know if it's they're going to give out ten thousand tags or a thousand tags. You know, I don't know. Well, here's the the life that we live in. The world that we live in. The the worry that I have is, uh, you know, there's so many people that do things right, and if as long as everything everybody does everything right, this doesn't hurt anything because it's not adding another deer. Yeah, I might put a little pressure on them early, whatever, but it's the it's the opportunity for the bad guys. You know, that is what we're up against. I mean, all of a sudden you get the bad guys out there running around, you know, drinking, shooting them, you know, whatever. I mean, we see that a lot, you know, or we hear about a lot in southeastern Oklahoma anyway or whatever. So, uh, again, that's the only thing I worry about. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if worry is the word, but I, I do, you know, could happen yes and and things happen every year where there's just so much illegal stuff anymore and 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 not thinking about the deer herd and you know um man what a what a privilege it is to be able to hunt the white-tailed deer or or any hunt and you know we we rewind back to our you know uh ancestors whatever that hunt it and and they pass this tradition on and on and and we we need to be diligent and and uh Call it like it is, because I'm going to tell you right now, there's more than that that's going on now than ever. And, you know, again, we'll get into some other things later, but one thing I would propose, and I would be even willing to pay money as a uh, Oklahoma hunter, however that might be, add to my tags or whatever, to add money for more a DNR agents or whatever out there um, to keep things more in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that goes back to the the non-resident deal i think i mean i don't i don't know a price but you know 750 800 for a velvet tag i mean you, you can't again you can't go many places and do that i mean north dakota and stuff opens september 1st and you can you obviously you can still shoot a velvet buck but um yeah i don't know well in the state of oklahoma i mean i'll I tell you right now it is uh 
it's up there. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's top five. Uh, I think it's close, if it's not, of shooting a big deer and not just one part of the country. Obviously, we're shooting in the Northwest. I mean, she's just shot a, what, a year ago, two years ago, you shot? 166. Yeah, yeah. you know, right over here, not far, and in, in, uh, the acorns, you know, if you will. I mean, and all over the state, people are shooting 200-inch yeah. deer. So um, we live in a pretty good place. Oh, yeah. We we've got seen. we've got a lot of big deer around in South Central Oklahoma. Mm. I mean, well, yeah. if you think about it, there's big deer Northwest, there's big deer here in Central, and there's real there's big deer in Southeast. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the whole state has big deer. It's just yeah. different hunting. Well, yeah. and I tell you the one thing, and I, I don't know this to be true in other states, but I think if you want the most unique deer, Oklahoma. I mean, you go out obviously what we're hunting, but where she hunts, you, these clusters that these deer get mm-hmm. in the chocolate mm-hmm. rack. I mean. They're, they almost look like they're from a, two different states for sure. Yeah. And then there's even a third deer. I would I would say down here in Ardmore, these big typical or where was does anybody remember where the state record was shot? And then a week later, there another state record was shot, but it was somewhere up here. I think at 194, and then the next week or five days later, at 195. But just huge, huge. Were you talking about the big typical? Uh-huh. There's two of them. It was, uh, it was five days apart. Was it Womack? Gunner Womack was no, it? Was it that no, book? that wasn't him. That was over Stillwater. Okay, yeah, yeah I, no. I was gonna say because he. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, a good deer. Know. Yeah, that was a six by six, I think. But yeah. Yep. Eight by eight. Huh? Oh, sorry. Eight Ty by eight. had to correct us. Yeah. Because um, it's over from where he's from. <laughs> no boys. Eight by eight. So. Um, so yeah, there's some people arguing. Or they're all for it. I think. I hey, think. Hang on. It's a sixteen pointer. Sixteen pointer. <laughs> Weighed two hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, so yeah, we got people arguing. I think we're all in agreement. We like the the proposal. Um, obviously, there's people who say it's going to be too easy, but doesn't matter if it's August or November. You still got to hunt right because I mean I think August, especially if you screw up in August, that could screw up your whole year. No. <laughs> well, well, well whoever's saying that it's too easy, yeah. I mean, I ain't never in my life on fair chase whitetails thought, oh, that was just too easy this time. Not one time. Ever. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> what are you grinning about that we had a one day first day yeah, kill yeah, one? Just some t- like, but, like the flyer buck, like which again, this is again, it's not easy. There's a lot of work put into yeah. it. Sometimes you just yeah, show six up. Six months of work put into yeah. that. Sometimes it might actually work. How many times has it actually happened yeah. that That's way? That's the thing. Though. It doesn't. Like, Sometimes you you know it's a whole long drawn out you know, uh, encounter after encounter, trying to get it done, and then the other times it just works out where it just happens. But that's mm-hmm. that that that's just hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I sure didn't go that day. Well, coyotes got him and this and that, but that was just too easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was easier than some of our other hunts. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it was easy. It's all it just relative. it just happened to work out yeah. that day. Um, what else? You got any, anything else on the velvet deal? Oh, we can move on. But yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I'm. Uh, we'll see. I mean, what's the date we learn? Uh, I I looked at it. Didn't say when it was going to be presented or voted on by the house. So I would imagine fairly soon. Um, but I don't know. We'll keep you updated. Uh, I mean, we, we, one thing I know is Joe Biden will probably come. I think he's going to shoot a velvet deer. Is he? Are you going? Is he going to come to your ranch here? <laughs> Hey, I'd bring him over there. You can get lost walking to the stand. <laughs> I'd put him in the 30-footer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on, oh, Joe. We, we got a good spot for you, Joe. <laughs> Deer walk right by you. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, well, uh, I guess kind of along with that, as far as states, obviously states do 
different DNRs do things certain way. Other states do it, you know, the right way, the wrong way, however you want to look at it. Um, I guess in terms of big deer, Iowa is always kind of brought up first and how well that their DNR takes care of their their wildlife and their public land. You know, they got some unbelievable public land, um, if you've never been, that I would argue is better than some private, except it's public. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of at the top of the list. But there's a lot of states that, you know, like I think Alabama, you can shoot deer like a, day. a deer a day. So, again, it's dependent – depending on deer population, this kind of stuff. So I guess the question is, um, there's different states that do different things right. I mean, you want to go into Kansas? What do you want well, to do? First of all, before we even get into that, I want to ask one question to each of you guys and you, Cole, is name, uh, Chancey, you know, you got five seconds. Give me your top five whitetail states, you know, for big deer. Ooh, um, I'd say Iowa, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, just because I know they have some of the most Boone and Crockett entries. Um, Kansas, for sure. I don't know why I didn't say that one second. Uh, I'm going to have to be biased to say Indiana, but yeah. that's, you know, which actually Indiana is up there with Boone and Crockett entries too, uh, but that's well, probably a little biased. they shot a giant last year, um, the new what? I guess it's the new whitetail bow typical, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, Beat that was – Johnson Buck? That was – What's that? Beat the Mel Johnson bucks, that right? Yeah, yes. So it was. It's the. Uh, um, it's the number one uh, U.S. U.S. typical, right. and it's. It, yeah, and then it's number two in the world behind Milo Hansen yeah. typical, uh, and that was actually shot about fifteen miles south from where I grew up. So mm-hmm. same county, same everything, um, but yeah, man, that that deer is what dreams are made of, right there. Oh, oh God, Whew. I'd take one of them every other year. <laughs> What, a yeah. 200 typical? <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. What about what, you, Whitney? Well, I've only hunted in Oklahoma and Indiana, but just by what I've seen, I would say Oklahoma, Indiana, um, Iowa, Kansas, and probably Illinois. Yeah. Pretty solid. What about you, Cole? I'm going to I'm gonna just go against the grain here. If you say Texas, he, yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> well, You want to talk about the biggest deer in the country, again – we're talking about antler size, correct? You go down to Texas, I can show you more 200s than you've ever seen in your life on That's one ranch. Sure. Now, they might weigh 125 pounds. Well, I, yeah. I definitely think Cole is, is right. I mean, Texas is, uh, they, have, uh, they got big deer down there. They got more deer than everyone. They got more managed acres than anyone. You know, obviously Texas gets a bad rap. They got a lot of high fence. You know, they use corn and cinderios and all this stuff, but that's the way you hunt them down there. Um, like it, hate it, whatever it is, they do got big deer. That being said, I'm going to leave them out. Um, I'm not putting them – I'm not going to put them at the top. I still think um, Kansas used to be my number one. I think it has gone down a little bit, but it's still top three. Obviously, and we'll get into Iowa and kind of some of their laws in a little bit. I think Iowa, you got to put up there. Just because it seems like every deer I see shot in Iowa is 190 or bigger. <laughs> um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted well, you. no, you're good. I mean, I think I think Iowa's so far ahead in the United States right now. Um, I think that uh, they're doing it right. I think there's something in the dirt over there. Um, and maybe it's getting showcased. There's some really good hunters over in that state that are showcasing it that we get to see. Um, probably number two for me would be Illinois still. 
Um, I think, again, back to what's in the dirt, um, I think that you can, you know, you have the chance in Illinois to find that giant, I mean, that 300 or whatever it might be even. Um, and then I would probably, you know, this probably surprised you guys, but I would probably stay over there and maybe even go to Indiana um, in that dirt, again, back to that crop field and that kind of stuff. Indiana has come on with their DNR doing the right things. And definitely I would I would lean towards Kansas. Um, you know, Kansas 25 years ago would have been top two. Um, but they it's just fallen off. It's still great, um, but it has fallen off a little bit in my books. Um, Do you think that's because of the number of hunters and the number of – let's just say four-year-olds and down that are getting shot or what do you think it is? I think it, I think it is. I think it, it has to do with that for sure. I think that, uh, the one thing about Kansas, uh, muzzleloader rifle bow, um, if you can find that big deer and grow him over there, there's a good chance you can kill him. And, um, so I, I again, I think Kansas got some unbelievable spots. Um, I just, and again, top four is not bad. No. Um, but I just think if those others possibly shooting a world record might be a little bit ahead of it. Wisconsin, to me, so far overrated chance. you got so many hunters per capita. Mm -hmm. When you really look at all those Boone and Crackett entries, I just, that, that really turns me off about that state. Well, um, one thing, too, I know a lot of people who shoot a Boone and Crockett, they never enter it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin, they shoot one. I think they just mm -hmm. want to show off a little yeah. bit. Maybe. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing against yeah, Wisconsin. They're, they're not in it. But there's a here. lot of other... I mean, Oklahoma would have to be in there. I don't know if it's top five. Um, I would probably just right now say that just because we're from Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma. Not sure it would break that top five, but it's all over. It. If not, I mean, Well, if they pass this velvet season, I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of big deer shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you would think there'd be a lot of big yeah. deer shot just because it, yeah. Again, we'll, I, we I know, know it's that. like this everywhere, but it is just crazy to see, like, all the old farmers – like the big deer that they shoot, and like nobody will ever see them. It, it's yeah, they're unreal. laying out in the barn, be like, "What's oh, this yeah. deadhead?" Oh, I shot him last year. I was out there feeding them cows, and a big yeah. buck. I went and got my gun out of the truck, and I walked down to the creek, and he stepped out, I busted him. Yeah, yeah he one night with yeah. two no, you said, no, that ain't what you say though. You go, "How big was he?" And he goes. That sucker had to weigh 220 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, or, hey, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, there was just recently a really big deer that just resurfaced. It was killed like in the 1960s, and it was found in uh, some lady's attic. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it, and, it was a and giant. And at that, it, it would have been the Kentucky state record period. Mm -hmm. It was like 196 typical. Mm -hmm. It's just an unbelievable deer. He was just um, uh, skull capped out in the, in the... Had him in the attic. Ha had him in the attic for like 40 years and finally someone just found him or, or, <laughs> or whatever and just did a story on him. Uh, but I mean, stuff yeah. like that happens all the time. Yeah, more, more than, you know, gets publicized, I, I believe. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah, it's um, you know, some people and then, you know, the other thing is a lot of people grow up and it's just, I mean, <laughs> I tell you what, I wish I still had the tape, but we interviewed Ole Goodnight up there just north of the Wallahatchee, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. in Kansas there. And uh, he was, oh, it was probably 15 years later, you know, and he's the guy, if you don't know, the Kansas King sheds were found. It would have been 216 is what was estimated, what his score with an estimated spread. Which is the so world record. It had been the world record. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it beat the Milo Hansen buck, and like I said, it's maybe three miles from the Wallahatchee fence. And he's telling stories like, yeah, I could have killed him, but he's broke a year mm -hmm. before. And, 
you know, then the next year you had one side and, and in that year that, you know, he, he had that, we just didn't get time to hunt, you know, mm-hmm. but we seen him several times <laughs> and he, you know, and I, I'm going to butcher this. So somebody might even be able to know this, but I, I find it so interesting is Ole, I believe sold those sheds for $2,000. What year was it? Late nineties? Oh gosh, it had to have been somewhere in there. Um, yeah, somewhere in there. Maybe uh, early 2000s. And we could go and Google, obviously, yeah. when it was found. But then that guy, uh, the word on the street was he sold them for 30000 And then who knows what they're worth right now. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. the, it's a world record. Yeah. Typical. Um, but, again, I butchered that. I'm sure I don't have all the facts just to make sure you guys know that. But it's something to that degree. I just Googled it. I don't know if this is right. Um, it was found in the early 90s. Um, I don't know if I can get this to load. Yeah, well, That's think, him, right? Yeah, 216 or 217, something like that. Um, so, Milo Hansen held the record 213 and 5.8. Um, come on. It's not showing. The score? The score. 217, no, that's 27. Is it 27.48? Yeah, 217 inches. 217 inches, gross. Which, by the way, every time that I hunted the Wallahatchee there in September, I was just thinking, all right, we're about three miles as a crow flies. I really hope another Kansas King shows up. Man. Never happened. Yeah. Well, um, Big Al's no Kansas King, but he'll be a good one. He's going to be a good one. He'll yep. be a big old typical. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be excited. It's going to be, hey, let's ride around the corner, boys. We better get tractors loaded and head head north. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. clears throat> Just This is to make you happy. This has nothing to do with anything that we've been talking about. Ezekiel Elliott is no longer a cowboy. Just that so is know. unbelievable. That, that is that made my day. <laughs> he is officially a free agent. And hopefully, no one even signs him. And Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. I did hear that. Uh, so anyway, I just want to make your day. Yeah, that did. Oh Zeke. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. So anyway, back to <laughs> uh, DNRs that are doing it right and wrong. I guess let's go back to Iowa. Um, you said you think they're leaps and bounds ahead of everyone. What are, What do you think they're doing that is Different than everybody else. Well, I think Iowa has cared about their DNR, their deer, for years. I mean, and it's shown. I mean, from the money that they put into public grounds to the, to you know, and if you look at one of them public grounds, they're leaving standing food. They're planning for the deer. They are doing a ton for it. But then their laws. I mean, you know, obviously, if we want to bow hunt Iowa, you're looking at, you know, if you're going to go to Unit 4 or 5, you're looking at five years to even be able to go. Um, they got a, a pretty stiff price tag on it. And then, uh, you know, even I, – and I think even more than that, Cole, it has went down, and that's where Kansas was so good for a long time, is the people there, they're going to shoot big deer. Those residents are going to shoot big deer. Now, all that being said, bragging on Iowa, the one thing that would suck if you had land and then you got – there is a tradition in Iowa where they drive all them farms. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so that wouldn't excite me much if I got a farm tucked into, you know, these 15 sections they're going to drive and, you know, it's 80 guys or whatever. I mean, because they, they put together, I'm telling you, a plan. It's like, it's like all right, six <laughs> months before season, let's get going. We got the, the 3D CAD drawing. You know, we got the little deals, whatever. I mean, they are, they're getting after the plan of that deal. Yeah. And they, they shoot some. 
and it's party hunting. You know, I mean, we could all go and I could shoot all y'all's deer and be like, well, you can't shoot none. I done killed yours. <laughs> but, but again, back to their deal, they are, uh, I think that is a lot of it. The guys are over there wanting to shoot big deer. They're managing. Uh, I think they're right behind Texas in that where they're going to manage big deer. And, and let's face it, guys. I've seen it time and time again from, from juries to, to different people over Kiskies, and all of a sudden you see a 140-inch deer that they passed the year four, and the next year he's 195. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just huge mm-hmm. jumps over there. And not to say that we can't get those, but I, I haven't personally seen that. I mean, I, I shot Lucky. He was 154 the year before. He ended up going like 187. You know, that, that's not a bad jump, obviously, but we're not getting that a lot. Um and um, anyway, to me, I was, well, they're getting a lot of they're getting a lot of two hundreds, and we, I mean, we haven't had two. We've talked about this. We haven't had a two hundred and since two twenty fourteen. Daniel actually ended up killing them, um, but even people we know, there's very few that even have a two hundred on camera. And I feel like Iowa, not that there's just two hundred walk around every corner, but I just feel like there's more giant deer. Well, here, here's the argument there, and I'll let y'all weigh on this. I'm gonna say this so. The argument is we all agree that you need age. I think we'd all agree in there, but I'm going to bring up something that'll that'll throw a kink in that. First of all, before we even go any further, I believe in age. I believe that, you know, it might not even be five. That is our goal on the most whitetail managers. But, man, if we could let them go to six, I think we'd be way better off. Now, going into the age deal, I will say this. Lucky was 187, and he was a four-year-old. Um, we chose to shoot him. He was walking the fence lines, and, and we chose to shoot him. Freak, four years old. We passed him at three years old as a 170. So if I just stop right there, you know, Shaquille O'Neal wouldn't have got taller. You see what I'm saying? So Shaquille at, at a freshman, wonder how tall he was. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was just special. He was, a, he was bred to earlier. be tall. Yeah. yeah. It was bred in him. I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, um, and, and the same thing with these deer, a lot of times you're getting special deer. I mean, Freak, like I said, 170 at three years old, he's a special deer. Now, again, if we let him go to a five, yeah, I think he would have been, he could have been 220, 225, whatever. Um, because I was not just getting um, 200s. I was getting 216s, 220s, whatever. And, again, I don't know how y'all feel about that because, again, I'm always going to push for age, but what do y'all think about that? I 100% agree with you. Um, so I One think- other thing before we go any further, the handsome buck, mm-hmm. the world record. Anybody know how old he was? He's three. Three, he? three years old. Yep, and that's exactly what I was just about to, about to touch on. So uh, the only 200 that I've ever had on camera um, – was back in 2013. It was actually the first first year that I put cameras out on that on that farm that uh, I talked a couple podcasts ago in Indiana. Um, got a picture of just an absolute giant, obviously, um, but he, his body didn't look real big. We we guessed him at four or five, just you know back then. Uh, Amish guy ended up killing him that year, uh, which by the way he also ended. This Amish guy ended up killing him cutting his cape off by the front jaw and putting it in the barn and it was rotten in the barn for See? three or four weeks so we went and basically stole it and took it in our local bow shop yeah can't say that but but anyway but anyway so uh we sent the draw in and uh he was three years old at 204 so there's just some deer that i think just have it and just get yeah. there quicker it's and and it, and it just has it in like uh 
the year before, which which so the the year before in December, uh, landowner had camera out, and that deer was about one sixty, probably one fifty, one sixty. So obviously he made an absolute jump. Um, but even then, you could just tell like oh, like this this deer has something, and to me mm. like that's like hook. Yeah. You know, like like to me. I don't know what it is. That deer just, I, I just think that deer has sure. something, right? And there's, I think there's just well, deer yeah, that you, just has One it. reason you think it, because he's 160, right? And has a three-year-old. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> Whitney, four. I got to ask you, um, down in your neck of the woods, what what is your, you know, what you've seen on your properties? What's your cap? I mean, what, what how big are you getting them? I would say probably one, mid-160s to 170. But there are some people around us that, I mean, there was someone probably 15 miles from where we hunt um, shot a 213, mm. and then probably um, two miles from where I shot Spider-Man, my 166, he shot a 203. So there are they're far and few in between, but mm. there are some sure. well, really so big on ones. On Spider-Man, what did y'all have him? Did y'all have history and you knew how old he was or no, was you guessing? No, that was he was brand new. I mean, that was a brand new spot. Um, I think he was four. That's um, what I would co- guess him on the yeah. hoof. I mean, I'm not great at that that mm-hmm. part of the world, but that's what he kind of looked like yeah. to me. We did have another buck that we um, chased. I mean, when he was two, I mean, he we just could. He was very like noticeable. We could just tell mm-hmm. it was him. And so when he was three, he was probably 120 ish. Um, when he was four, he was in the 160s, mm-hmm. and so he made a big jump. And sure. um. So he he uh, made it to five, and then um, he stayed the same, mm-hmm. the exact same. Yeah, I mean, had that happen. So um, then Austin, my brother, shot him. So, yeah, he just stayed the same. And so he was kind of one that we thought was – we, we well, were really expecting Well, she to keeps talking about like, Spider-Man, too, guys. If you get a chance, go to My Outdoor TV. And yeah. I, what season was it? I don't remember. Uh, season, season two. Four. Four, four of My Outdoor TV. And and obviously the deer is good, but her reaction to this deer is just priceless. So you get a chance. Did you to cry? Her. A little. <laughs> she she <laughs> laughed. She cried. She screamed. <laughs> I say no. I didn't scream. <laughs> it was a long season, and our neighbors they just um, they kept going up and down the fence, and they would honk at us. And I mean, they were Don't just be giving that us. Neighbor. Like, oh my goodness! Yes, I'm like, leave me alone. If the, if I'm about to shoot the biggest deer of my life, and you're gonna ruin that for me. I was not going to be a very happy camper, no. but thankfully they drove by in the I'm morning. I'm mad right now just thinking either. about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got film of it. I've got proof. Yeah. I'm, um, it's crazy. Kind of going back to what she was talking about, obviously a deer got to five and never didn't do anything. What, you know, we, we've had that happen a lot. We got, especially this past year, I know we had a drought and all that. Why do you think, um, let's just say it was a perfect conditions, you know, had a bunch of rain, it was a good – off season for deer, I guess you could say. Um, what? Um, why? Why won't they grow? I mean, well, you think they just reach a limit and that's all they got? Obviously, I'm not a biologist. <laughs> <laughs> Is it raining? I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. <laughs> no, I'm not a scientist on it. But I mean, I've heard things, Cole. Even you know, because a lot of people are like, well, they didn't grow this year because you had that drought. Well, have you guys ever heard the saying? From a scientist or biologist or whatever, they say, well, if a deer's got a drought, they actually, 
are very precise. God has helped that whitetail know exactly what he needs, and he gets he goes and eats the very best. And there's there's research done to say on a drought year a deer even grow more. Now again, I don't know. It's just an argument, but it does kind of make sense. Um, you know, I think it has to do with everything as we talk about. It. I think it has to do with um, the genetics. I mean, you're either Shaquille O'Neal or you're not. Um, but it might even be too. Think of you know, maybe y'all can think of an uncle or your dad, or maybe it's you, but you ever heard somebody talk about a man and they're like, yeah, he didn't grow till after he graduated, you know? Um, I'm and still then they shot up. Yeah. Yeah. But you've heard I that saying. I, I didn't get to six, three till last year. So, mm. you know, I, I, I was probably my height right now, probably in fifth grade. Yeah, I mean, so, and I stopped, I never grew again. The doctor was like, yeah, you're not going to grow. So, so I like, again, I, I take that as even in deer that could happen, you know, they're the early growing. Cause mm-hmm. you know, we all have that deal like, man, look at him go. And again, a lot of times they'll continue to grow, but sometimes they just, just you reach know, a limit mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. It'd be nice for, we had some deer. If they would have done something, they could have been really big. We could well, just, just inject them with some steroids. I think Caddy will go another five <laughs> inches bigger is my, I think my pick. I think it will be 11. I hope that he would be 11 to 30 inches bigger, and he could be. But I think uh, Hook could be uh, in the 190s. I think he could take that jump. The uh, So the, on that same farm, the, the heavy 10 that me and you saw, he, I mean, he was obviously a good deer, probably in the fifties. I think he could, he could do something too. He's just kind of on the back, you know, well, kind of on the back burner of our thoughts. But he, he could be. is on the back burner. But I would, I would disagree one hundred percent. I mean, this is just a hunch. I just feel like that deer six or seven, and um, he's what he is. Is what are we talking great. about the same deer? Because we talking t- about the one you hunted early, the big ten that, that came mm, from across the road. No, 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 uh, no, no, on the triangle. Oh, triangle. The heavy ten. You know, the nine that I. I killed him. <laughs> no. <laughs> the other heavy one that we thought was four. Um, I don't. The first night you filmed me, we filmed the nine point oh, and then yeah, the yeah, other, yeah. that other ten point that's heavy. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, he, he wasn't there. Something. He wasn't there as consistent as these well, other there, deer. That one and the other one wasn't consistent as that main beam deer. You know. Yeah. Which, he kind of disappeared, mm-hmm. but if he, yeah, he could. There's some There's potential like, there. I'm, well, let's, even the one let's go being, get on tractor. The one being <laughs> Chance, the one being Chancey saw. He was he was definitely three. Shadow, oh shadow. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're getting off subject because yeah, we got this <laughs> big deer. But um, Ryan Davidson's calling me. Should I answer and ask yeah, a question? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get Ryan Davidson on here. Put it on speaker. Ryan, hang on. Yeah, y'all keep talking for a second. I gotta okay. get this. So, yeah, we're fixing to get Ryan Davison on the air, make sure he uh, doesn't uh, disclose where my hunting property is. See if this will work. Hang on. Can you hear me? Ryan. Yeah, there he is. Ryan. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I just got off the lake, had a guy drip. Well, ripping dinosaur fish out of the lake. <laughs> of course. Just so you know, we're you're live on Between the Brows podcast. You, everything you're saying is being awesome. heard. Awesome. <laughs> so that, now we can yeah, finally. Yeah, just got done. Oklahoma Paddlefish Guide Service. You know, <laughs> yeah. so father, yeah. father, son, and grandson out. It was a great time. Just a trip, trip of a lifetime. Did y'all catch any biggins? Uh, we, the biggest we caught was 78. No hundreds, did they? Hmm. Dang. No. 
no, unfortunately not. We we weren't really chasing big ones. They they wanted to catch every fish we saw. I got you. Um, we got any questions yeah. for Ryan about Kansas? We're yeah. we're talking about deer hunting, obviously. Um, uh, we just need yeah, to like have him drop hunt. a pin. Or actually, just one question, and then we'll let you go. What is uh what is your biggest deer that you think you might have on one of your Kansas farms this year? I mean, do you have one that might explode? Oh yeah, yeah. We should have a. Uh, we should have a couple 170 plus deer. Uh, we've got probably six different properties that we hunt pretty hard. And I would say three or four of them should have a 170 on it. Are you going to, are you going to shoot the 170? You're going to shoot the 130 that walks in first. You know, that's, you know, I don't, <laughs> I'm a deer hunter. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to shoot deer for everybody else to see, you know, see the big deer. But when it comes down to it, you know, the first one, 135, 140 that walks in front of me, I might end up shooting. I got you. Now, Ryan's shooting a giant next year, 100%. Yeah, 100% giant. All right, I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll call yeah. you a little bit. Well, this is finishes. a good way we can get him to listen to finally a podcast. Yeah, he won't li- you didn't listen to one, have you? Yes, I've listened. I didn't listen to the first one, but I listened to the last two. No, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, meat hunt, he'll, he'll, meat listen, hunt. Yeah. he'll listen to this and he'll be like, yeah, I'm on this. <laughs> Especially after he gets all these now, people calling Chad, him up wanting to hunt or go fishing. Uh, Chad and I listened to the last one on the way back from Kansas at like midnight when we got, when we were coming back from shed hunt. Did you think it was good or bad? Oh, it's good. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's real. It's, you know. This one will probably be a little better. But. <laughs> All right. We love you, buddy. I'll talk to you in a little while. I uh, love you guys, too. Oklahoma Paddlefish Guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, serious. If you this do is, like that, go check him out because it's. Yeah. I went and did it a few weeks ago. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. We're catching 100-pound 100 100 paddlefish by snagging them. It's, yeah. I, I've never – it was the first time I've ever done it. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, I definitely got to go. That's a dangerous yeah. precedent you just set there because now your phone's going to be ringing off the hook. Oh, just people just trying to, <laughs> tr- or trying to time it to where you're yeah. filming a podcast. Well, I just won't answer it. <laughs> um, so what, I don't, what were we talking about? Ryan screwed everything up. Uh, well, you, we got uh, off on talking you, about our deer, but uh, – you, you, We're talking about doing you, things right and wrong, DNR, that kind of stuff. You just got done talking about um, Shadow. So let's go in back into the deal, guys. Chancey, uh, you know, what, what's being done right by some states, what's being done wrong? Yeah, so um, one thing about Iowa DNR that you did not touch that I believe that is also, you know, a part of it is the length of gun seasons. So going back to my home roots in Indiana, our gun seasons uh, between, the, um, between the rifle season and the muzzleloader season is a whole month long. So there is plenty, I mean, there's ample opportunity for, you know, people to do damage with a gun in hand, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think Iowa, what, it's, there's, a, there's a couple shotgun seasons, and, and they're really short. And they're usually during the week. They're, it's, it's really. They're during the week. Well, they're and, they're and not during hunt, the rut. You only get to hunt one of those seasons, right? You don't get to hunt. I think if you got it, you draw one of them. Yeah. Again, I don't know. We're not from Iowa, so yeah. I think you can draw one of the seasons, and you, yeah, you, know, you got those I, days I to hunt. That's sure. it. Yeah, and the um, the seasons are a lot shorter with, with with a firearm, and they're not in the middle of the rut. So you know, Indiana mm. uh, firearm season r- ramps up like middle of uh, middle of November. So you know, November twelfth, thirteenth. So you know, 
you, you, or you can count on the first week mm-hmm. of firearm season being deadly, and well, it just continues. Well, that's for exactly what Oklahoma, you know, back in the day, we just had the, the nine days. I don't know if you remember that. Um, maybe not. You're young. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but um, one thing that they did was they opened up to November, you know, for 16 days, and it opens up the week in the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So all of a sudden, and it kind of goes back to what I talked about earlier, if everybody did something right or did things right, but what happens is all these people come in from another state, they're staying over here, and, oh, y'all want to go hunting, and they're hunting, and they're using Uncle James' tag and this tag to tag this deer. And, and you know, they just shoot it up. And, um, and again, it kind of goes back to Iowa caring. And I ain't saying Oklahoma doesn't care, but I just think that um, there's a lot that could be done there. Um, and, and like I said, the biggest deal, maybe we need to generate some more money to get some more DNR agents that we can we can get, you know, serious about mm-hmm. making sure people are doing things right. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, like game wardens up where we hunt, there's like one per there's two counties. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's absolutely no way that they can mm-hmm. control everything that's going on. And, again, not that if you add more agents, they can control everything, but they could have a, probably a better handle sure. on it and – um, stop some things from Well, happening. and then stiffer fines and this and that. I mean, I think it's just dwindled down from our actual, you know, judicial deal. I mean, but I think there needs to be stiff fines. I mean, if you're out poaching, <laughs> dude, I mean, I don't know. I just I just hate it. I, I hate it. It's cheating so much the deer, the wildlife, what God's given us. It really upsets me. Yeah, and I think also having the resources to investigate poaching as well. So this kind of goes back to the story of uh, Cole and I in Kansas. You know, we had a had a deal where somebody was driving down the road, uh, shot a deer right from the road we were hunting. Uh, we went and shot kinda, right at us, literally right at us. We we kind of investigated and went and like the deer was right in between us and the and the and the truck. And you know, drop the deer, drop drop the deer. Um, you know, the truck ran off. We got a little bit of a description of the truck. Uh, DNR agent came out. Um, and there really wasn't a whole lot that they could do, and there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, uh, investigating, I guess, all, you know, just upon, you know, uh, just the initial deal. So I think that, you know, something like that, if they had more resources to take that and then try to investigate and try to catch the, because, you know, I well, think a lot got, of people get. He, he probably got 10 more calls while he's looking at that deer. Right, exactly. You know? Yep. Um, no, and, and so, you know, one thing that I would like to see change, I think would be some great deal. One, and just start back with Iowa, is I would love uh, to be able to the opportunity to buy some ground in Iowa and by doing that, being able to hunt. And you can't do that. You know, you can buy land. I bought land in Kansas, and it guarantees me a tag. Now. Iowa's still five years. If you're trying to get a bow tag, it's still five years. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you, it don't matter if you own ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not filing your tax there, if you're not living there, you ain't getting that tag. And Now, Kansas, like I said, I buy for, for every 80 acres I get, I get a tag per my family. So And they have to live under your roof. So I got Tracy and Gracie. But this is what that means. It means that I'm guaranteed a tag to hunt my own ground for $75, which is cool. But only I can get two more tags if Tracy wants to go hunt or Gracie wants to go hunt. I can't let my dad come because he, he doesn't live on the same roof. What I would love to see is if you own ground and especially 400 acres or more or something, you know, <laughs> you get two tags. <laughs> Somebody put that where it needs to go. Well, just so we're clear, if I don't get drawn this year, I will be moving in. I will live <laughs> under your roof, and you'll have to give me one of those tags. The rent will be like 10000 a month. That's that's fine. <laughs> I put on the company card. 
Just just know that if I don't get drawn, I will be moving in. You might have but, to talk to Tracy. She'd be okay with it, I she think. She probably would. She'd probably cook more for you than she does me. <laughs> Works for me. Um, what else? Miss um, anything? Cole, well, that, did you do your top five list? Sorta. It's pretty much the same as theirs, but I was I was I was including Texas. You were including just because. Okay. Again, their management. It's not now not in every every part of the state. It's not like that, but especially you get down in South Texas. Um, there's some ranches that are all low fence, and now they're not shooting deer till they're seven or eight. Mm. They're letting them get sure, to seven yeah. or eight, and they're two wow. two hundred. You know, so it's different. Um, so I'm including that. Obviously, Iowa. Um, I would say North Dakota early. North Dakota. North Dakota is. is. Yeah. Now, yeah. it's not easy. You know, that time of year, it's hot. It's usually hot mm. or hotter. There's some, big There's some mosquitoes, there. but there are some giant, some giant deer. But don't go hunt there early. Well, one thing that I just want to say, um, and, you know, you guys are different age than me, so y'all can weigh in on it. But I would just tell you guys if, you know, if you are someone that takes pride in your state, your farm, whatever, to grow bigger deer is – you know, to understand it, I mean, if you can let these deer get to age, I believe, you know, and you can talk to your neighbor and you can't control your neighbor, but you can go ask them and say, hey, this is what we're going to do and get on the same page and then shoot does. I mean, you know, some people are like, well, I only get to hunt this time and I'm going to shoot this buck. And, you know, they shoot a little six point. I mean, you know, you could shoot a doe and you can help the herd in so many ways. It's not just about, well, we shot a buck and because I wanted the meat, but, you know, a doe possibly maybe better eating a, 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 a doe is going to help the herd it's a proven deal that you know your buck to doe ratio gets out of whack so easy because so many people just shoot bucks um so again now if you're not that guy and your guy just looks me straight in the eye and says jeff we just like to hunt listen i'm all for it i am perfectly you want to shoot every six point every year and a half i don't care that is your choice but, again, I'm talking to someone that says, man, I wish I had bigger deer. I want to shoot a bigger deer. That's just how you do it. I mean, and, and you, you want to talk about a blessing, guys, because when I started doing it, because I used to be that guy. I was running around here shooting anything and move, and I had fun doing it. But I tell you where I got blessed and I started to learn is I'd read the magazines, I'd done all that, but all of a sudden the first deer come out, that buck that by any means I would have done killed him the year before. And then he come out, and it's way early. And then 20 minutes goes by, and here comes two other bucks a little bit bigger. And I pass them, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, the big deer comes out last. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're like, oh, I could do this, you know. And, um, man, it was a blessing to learn and watch deer in the wild and how they went and then what a big deer actually how he acts. And, man, it got into my blood so much. But, but again, I just uh, encourage you. I mean, you know, there's different levels. And like I said, you might be at the highest level you want. I'm just a meat hunter, a deer hunter. We're going to woohoo and have fun. And, hey, I'm all for it. Um, I'm just talking about that guy that, that might want to make this state better as far as deer herd, might want to make his farm better, deer herd, um, healthier, bigger deer, all that. There's a way to do it. Yep. Yeah, Cody and I, we, we went a couple years without shooting deer because – we just had a certain expectation and all of our friends were like, you guys hunt more than anybody we know. And why, why aren't you killing all these deer? Like all my friends are all these little mm. six points. I'm like, that's good for them, but we want to shoot something bigger. We have 
bigger um, like expectations. We uh, feed a lot and we put a lot of time and money into it. I want to shoot something that's going to personally make me happy. Um, so we went a while without shooting deer and then, um, and then I shot the 166 and then mm. the same year, my brother shot, um, a 160 and then Cody shot a 161 yeah. and, and it was just like that. This is this what is we why. waited for. Yeah. And, mm. and like this past year I didn't shoot a deer, but I didn't have a big deer to shoot next year. I'm expecting to shoot mm. a big deer. I, we've got, we've got deer that I think that are going to be good next year, but it's because I, I didn't well, shoot them this well, year. Well, you had I goals, mean. Whitney, mm -hmm. and you stuck to them. Now, let me just ask you, cause there's a, maybe a lot of little girls that are going to be watching you now and this and that. And, um, you didn't start out there, did you? I uh, mean, you know, you grew up shooting with your dad. I mean, you oh, weren't yeah, just shooting no, big bucks. I've, I mean, I've you, shot, I've shot my fair share of spikes and, and um, you know, basket racks and stuff. But uh, we just reached a point where I was like, um, I want, I want something more out of mm -hmm. this. I want to shoot bigger deer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I, mean, I was, like to was, see him grow. It was and, your choice. Somebody, mm -hmm. another little girl might come along and she just continued down that, and that yeah. would be okay. I mean, yeah, I just love shooting deer. Da da da. And there's, and, and so, you know, like I said, Whitney, as is, you know, how old are you? 25. So 25 years old, and you just come to a point, and you're like, hey, yeah. I want to shoot some bigger deer, and that, that's what gets you going. That's yeah. what gets Cody going. It's a different challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it got to where, you know, we, we see these same little spikes every single time. It's mm -hmm. like I could shoot that if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. sure. But um, I love it, and I want to be out there every day, and I want to shoot the biggest deer that I can now <laughs> every year. So most I wanna, mature deer. All I want to do is I want to see a reaction. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> um well, I think we'll wrap it up. Um, you have anything you want to do on Walk by Faith? Or, I mean, I got a verse I can read and kind of get your reaction to it. Or, All right, well, let's just, just go that go way. Out. I, I, Which yeah. we, we actually did this not long ago on a Walk okay. by Faith. Yeah, sure. So it's uh, Romans 12, 9, that, that this um, chapter is the marks of a true Christian. And uh, 12, 9 says, Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Um, outdo one another in showing honor. Um, yeah, I mean, well, so what I would say about that is, first of all, that's Paul writing there, the Apostle Paul, and, you know, us loving one another, us doing those commands that he's commanded us to, uh, I think that we have to, as Christians, we, we have to, uh, it's all got to be for Christ. It's all, you know, you can't pull up your bootstraps there. Paul's not saying, hey, you can do this. I mean, we have to be waking up and, and being in the Word and, and having... Uh, you know, we, we need to be praying without ceasing to, you know, I think all of us to, to love our neighbor, to uh, love our brothers in affection and that kind of stuff. You know, the, the Bible talks about we don't have a good heart, not one of us. And I think any of us, if we hold ourselves, you know, just us in the mirror, we know that. But only in Christ can we do that. And that is what my encouragement would be to you is even the Apostle Paul said he finds himself in the flesh. You know, he finds him doing things that he don't want to do. But it's a fight, and we continue to get up, and we, uh, again, we put, it's kind of like that, that, that thief. He's on the cross. Jesus is right there. And he says, what are you guys doing? This guy doesn't have anything wrong with him. And, and he says, remember me. He put his faith in Christ right then. And he says, I'll see you today in paradise. So, again, it's all about Christ. And I think in a world goal of uh, just adding Jesus and saying, oh, I'm going to be good right now and add Jesus to whatever, I, I think that's the deal. we just got to be uh, have the love of Christ in us uh, to start with. Yeah. And one thing 
which uh, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, which Ryan Tabor, who's our pastor, he, he did a whole deal over this, but um, verse 1 says, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. So abhor basically means despise, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Ryan went along to the point of you hear people, the worldly people all the same time, all the time saying, you know, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't, um, you should just show love all the time. You know, the, mm. if, even if somebody's in sin, you just sh- should just show them love and you shouldn't despise or hate something. Well, right there, abhor what is evil. Abhor sure. what is evil um, well, for, to, to God. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, another thing he said that there's a difference between worldly love and biblical love. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Agape is, is you know, the, the world wants to see Whitney in the bar ditch over there and they don't want to get involved because she might not think of them. I mean, one of the biggest deals, I'm going to tell you right now, if you tell somebody what they want to hear, you know who you're you're honoring? Yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the easy deal. If I tell her if she's cheating on Cody and I, I tell her what she wants to hear, well, that's all for me because I don't want to address it with her. But if I tell her the truth with grace, that's because I care about her. Mm-hmm. And that's the way the world is because Chancey's exactly right. That love, you know, <laughs> the way they're using it, it ain't love. I mean, I don't want people to love me that way. It's just like the woodsman. We talk about it every year. If I off cheating on Tracy, I believe you are going to be coming. And if you if you ain't, you should be. I mean, you you know that's the kind of people I want to be around that that care enough to go. Yeah, he ain't gonna like this, but we're fixing to go grab him by the ear. You know. So. All right. Um, well, that was episode four between the brows. Um, thanks to Whitney for coming on. Thanks for having um, me. Reminder to follow us on our social stuff, um, Instagram, YouTube, um, YouTube channel, Facebook. We still have TikTok. We don't do much on it. So, Actually, we, got, we had a, a, a guy say that they put in an application to, be, or to come to the meeting because he found us on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Just there a little nugget. There we go. Yep. <coughs> well, we people. probably yep. need to get Whitney going a little bit yeah. on some of the stuff, and we can, we can grow and, you know, YouTube, uh, whatever. So, and uh, don't forget Ryan uh, Davison. Yeah, I'm a paddlefish guide yeah. service, whatever that is. <laughs> well, there's our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Ryan, we, we talked about you. Now he's got to pay us. What do you want? Fifteen hundred. Well, yeah, we'll we'll invoice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, remember, as we saw, always say, shoot by sight and walk by faith. Let's go get on the tractors. <laughs>